French, how you doing today? Stu, I'm really well. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Uh, the The summer weather is still here, so that's that's nice to feel on your on your body and waking up and getting you in a good mood. And I'm happy to be recording another episode of your podcast with you today. Yeah, thank you. Me too. I'm I'm excited about the momentum that we've created, and hopefully for our listeners, we're creating some value and some just thoughts for conversation. That's really been our intention since we began this whole journey a few years back, is to share ideas, share thoughts. And create dialogue whereby we can hopefully stimulate some thoughts and also encourage our listeners to take those thoughts beyond these recordings and really ask questions and support people in the times that we're in. As we've mentioned a few times, it's it's very dynamic out there. There's It's ever-changing. I'm very optimistic in terms of where we're going. That being said, where we've come from has been very storied and illustrious and as I've said a few times, it will be spoken about for decades to come. So what did you want to focus on with this episode? I think when we talked about it, it was something that's really important to touch on and not a lot of people like to focus on it, but I think it's a very important thing to really uh, talk about with people. So what, what do you want to give the listeners here? Thanks, Du. There's been a lot of conversation about mental health and people coming through this pandemic. And, and I can only imagine what the frontline workers have gone through on many levels for many months, families, businesses, there have been tough times. And yes, there have been incredibly positive stories as well, but the realm of mental health is something that I believe is going to be a lingering and residual from this time that we've been through. You know, thankfully it looks like things are going to open up and people are healing and the deaths have fallen and the illnesses have subsided. That being said, in times like these where there is trauma, where there is, you know, unexpected circumstances, those mental health health effects can linger for a long time. And so what I wanted to have a conversation about with you and our listeners in this podcast and this conversation is really, how does one go about talking about what's going on inside of them? Oftentimes, and I think it's fantastic that there's movements and I would call them platforms where people encourage people to talk. And I know there's a few companies that say, you know, there's, there's actually talk days where people are encouraged to talk. What I wanted to bring to the table is going a few layers further back. How does a person, all of us, in fact, when we are going through challenges with our mental health or our doubt, desperation, depression, how do we actually get to a point where we can talk? It's one thing to have a conversation about those things. It's another thing to muster up sometimes the courage and the wherewithal to do so doesn't mean someone is fearful. It doesn't mean someone's incapable. They could have fear and they could have a feeling of incapacitation. But what I wanted to share with you and, and everyone that's on this is how does one go about getting to that point where you can be confident enough and at peace to actually talk to someone about what's going on inside? It's certainly, you know, a big obstacle uh, when you want to get stuff out and you don't know where to turn or who to turn to without feeling like uh, you're not going to be heard. So what what would you recommend for people to feel like they want to really talk to someone? Where should they go and what should they do? Great question. I, I wanted to start off first by when, when any of us go through life and we have things to talk about, I really want to encourage people to go through a conversation with yourselves first and really go through a process of acceptance. And that is, is it okay to feel not 100%? It is acceptable and it is real to feel down and beat down and potentially defeated. 
And that initial conversation with oneself, Stu, I believe can help overcome shame, can overcome shyness or potentially feeling of guilt of, you know, I should be feeling like this. I don't want to burden with someone with this. I'm, I'm ashamed of talking about this. It's really having that initial conversation with oneself to be accepting. And here's a big word, Stu, being compassionate towards ourselves. Oftentimes, think of it this way, we can listen to someone else's challenges or maybe situations they're going through or or tough times. But when it comes to us, each person, do we have that ability to take that step? And what I want to introduce first off is accept the fact that it's okay. And then have compassion for yourself to recognize that when we do articulate ourselves, when we do talk, it actually externalizes the story. You know, people walked around for generations too with stories still within them. And and many people die with those stories within them. You know, that's not it's not to say that's a bad thing, but it, it's it's pain. It's painful for people to go through that. So this whole premise of finding someone to talk to and actually doing the talking <laughs> and having yeah. a conversation really starts with that acceptance and compassion towards oneself. And so I really wanted to put that pillar down in terms of getting people to that stage where they can take that step. Yeah, no, that's a good, that's a good uh, first thing to do for sure. It's It's something that I don't think you'll be able to honestly have a conversation with someone if you don't, you know, be okay with yourself to begin with. Right. And so the next step of that, which I find is not often spoken about, but I want to introduce it in this dialogue with you and I and our listeners is to say, talking is one thing, asking a question is another. So for example, Stu, if I had something that I was on my mind that was challenging me and perhaps holding me back or causing me some significant strife in my life. I could just directly talk about it, but usually people don't do that. So how do they get there? Ask a question of the other person. So for example, we can do role play here. I would say, hey, Stu, how is it going? We would have some pleasantries. Hey, Stu, would it be possible for us to take some time? I've got some pretty heavy things on my mind. And would you have time to spend with me or listen? I'm not really looking for you to solve anything right now. I just feel I've got to get it off my mind. And I would really appreciate it if you provide some time for us to do that. Would that be possible? Of course. Uh, what time would you, were you thinking of being available to do this? So just that small interaction right there, I started with a question mm-hmm. rather than a statement that I'm going through this and I need to talk about this. Oftentimes the receiver or the person who's listening, especially when someone's talking about significant things in their life or maybe things that are challenging, it's easy to be taken off guard. And a lot of times when people are listening, through through good intention, they actually want to try to solve it. And so the moment someone starts talking about a, a challenge, a problem, a, a situation, the person listening is already thinking, how do I help them? How do I solve it? Whereas in fact, a lot of times in the realm of mental health, the person who's speaking about it just requires someone to listen in full, uninterrupted, absolute committed presence. And so my encouragement to all of us is that when you do have something to speak about, and it is on your mind, ask a question of someone that you'd like to share it with. That comes from trust. It could come from someone that you've known a long time. It could be someone that's perhaps going through the same thing. But really having that ability to engage them, and here's a big one right here, is to empower and respect the listener. I'm going to say that again. Is When you ask a question of someone and you're asking them to be present for you, 
you are empowering them to listen and to be present with you. Most people inherently want to help someone. That, that most of us want to help. So when a question is asked of us, and just like you said, hey, Ranj, when, when would be a good time to talk about this? Now you've empowered me back. And I can say, Stu, you know, perhaps tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock, if that would work for you, I could give you a phone call or we could even go for a walk. I'd really appreciate that. And I'm sure you would say, hey, that's great or that time doesn't work for me. Let's find yeah. another time. You know, it's never it's never an absolute. It's always a, a dance and a dynamic situation. But once you get to that point, now you have an opportunity to have a conversation that's meaningful and really deep. And so I really wanted to share that simple, hopefully simple pattern of conversation and, and questioning that can get a person who's perhaps struggling with asking for help is getting to step and stage that they can do so. And I would say like, just in that situation, I felt like honored to be asked that by someone that I, that I'm friends with or that I care about. So like, I know there's insecurities if by the person who needs the help and wants to talk to someone, but just know if you're feel uh, safe enough to ask that person, they're probably going to be, you know, more often than not, they'll be honored that you actually came to them to talk to them. Stu, two words you use there, outstanding, feeling safe and feeling honored two of the highest virtues that we look for in the human condition. So when someone feels safe with a person, which you made me feel that, and then you felt honored that I asked, we have now set a platform, a space, an intention by which we can really cover a lot of material. You and I have known each other for years and years. And using this as a role play example for our listeners, we would be able to move through that process whereby I could speak about something that is challenging me. And I know I know it, you'd be there for me. Even if it was just to listen, which would get it out of my mind, perhaps out of my heart, into open air, and give us a chance to navigate through that. It is one of the most powerful healing processes, as we've heard many times, to talk, to share, to engage, and to be felt that you have been heard. That's a big one. And so oftentimes, when we have things on our mind, the holdback or the shame is, I feel bad for burdening someone about this. I don't want to bother anything with anyone about this. I'll just try to figure it out myself. Well, really, to your point, people are honored to be asked to be a listener and to help and to even just be a presence of support. And I really encourage all of us as we go through these coming months is to think of two to three to four people that provide a safe place for you. And in turn, Think of who you can be that safe place for, because I'll tell you, as we all move through this time, there are going to be things that come up within us that we didn't realize that were dormant during these past 16 ever-changing and historical months that we've been through. I know. I was thinking the other day, just, you know, you don't know what everyone's going through in their own little worlds in this pandemic. We've all kind of been, you know, by ourselves or just in our little units there for a while. And if there's someone that you haven't, you know, talked to yet that you used to hang out with all the time, really reach out to them because it's, you don't know how everyone's feeling or everyone's how they're reacting to it. Everyone is very different. And I've just found myself, you know, with some positive experiences, just talking to people that I haven't talked to as often as I talk to some other people. So it's just, it's a rewarding experience. Stu, thanks for sharing that. And, you know, in, in conjunction with what you just said, there's a lot of talk and conversation right now about people getting back out there and investing into the economy. And I think that's great. We get the economy rolling and people are going to be doing things again. That's very important for all of us. 
What I would add to that is let's all invest in each other in terms of listening and in the bank account, so to speak, of the heart and the mind and make deposits and help people move through through our investment of listening, through our investment of care and compassion, through our investment of being present, through our investment of actually, to your point, being empathetic and aiming to understand where someone else may be at that time without them saying it. And an investment in courage. And every one of us has a dormant fire within us that sometimes gets burnt out. Sometimes it's only a small flame. But when we do have the opportunity to rise up, we have everything within us to create an absolute force, empowerment, freedom from that which inhibits us. And so as we move into these coming months, I encourage all of us to really think about your own propensity to help others and most importantly, to be open to be helped. And I think if we all do that in collaboration and intention with each other, this mental health process won't go away. It's a tale as old as time. It's timeless. But what it will happen, what will happen is we'll all be a part of the healing process and the flow that allows us to continue to move forward. Yeah, that's a very, uh, you know, positive, uh, outlook on it. And, uh, I are, I can feel society, you know, really, really growing in this, uh, venue. Like it's mental health has come a long, long way. We're still a long way to go till it's normalized, but I feel like the steps are happening and it's really nice to see, you know, respect and people acknowledging that it's a real thing. And, uh, as much as this pandemic has, uh, hurt a lot of things, I feel like it, uh, this might be one thing that comes out of it where people acknowledge this a lot more. Outstanding. So all for all of us listening tonight, all of you listening tonight and being with us, thank you again. It's a true honor to be with you and, and may all of us continue to strive forward, keep finding the light and keep finding the strength. Thanks a lot for tonight, Stu. I really appreciate the conversation. Thanks so much, Ranch.